situations in life are sometimes the pavement for something greater. And yet, people choose to blame versus see the good perspective around it. I am not a positive thinker. I am an optimist. What's the difference? Welcome to Where the F Am I Heading? The podcast where meaningful conversations take place as we traverse the complicated life of adulthood. If you feel lost and troubled, our show aims to help shed some light on your life's concerns. Join your hosts, Ruth and Irene. Let's talk adulting. Hi, Nick. Thank you so much. And welcome to Where the F Am I Heading? So thank you for giving us your time for today's episode. Thank you so much as well. Uh, Just call me uh, however you want to call me. Again, I'm so privileged and honored to be here. So before we start, can you give us a short introduction about yourself and what you do? Oh, sure. Uh, basically, again, uh, for everyone who's listening to your podcast, uh, my name is Migs. Came, uh, full name is Migs Flores. I'm actually based in the Philippines. Uh, I'm a, what I call an entrepreneur. Okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of thinking of a right word to say, but uh, as of today, it's not really just entrepreneur because uh, we have built, in a span of five years, four businesses under our name. And I guess that's really where my passion is to build up something, to start up something and to maybe uh, create projects and uh, work, scale it up uh, basically. And aside from that, I'm doing content okay, uh, as more of a hobby actually. Uh, I'm not earning from that as in, I'm not getting any, you know, like revenue from it. Uh, sometimes there's an invitation left and right, but that, that's just it. Uh, the content really is more of a hobby for me to just give it to, you know, to a lot of people, especially on social media. Yeah. And that's actually interesting because when you watch makes a video, you can really feel the passion. You can really, the, the message really transcends out of that content. And hearing this for the first time, that it is just a hobby, it's really it surprising. It is, it is. Um, you know, when I started the, the, my social media pages, my TikTok, it was not really meant for, uh, to profit from it. You know, the, 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 the way I profit from my social media is actually indirectly. When I say indirectly, maybe there's a lot of, there's some people who are inquiring about my business and then my business gets to serve them. They become our customers. They become our clients. And that's just it. But directly from the content themselves, no, it's all free. It's simply more of a hobby for me. Uh, As you can see, and as you can notice, uh, I really love, you know, opening my mouth and speaking things. So (laughs) this is more of like a, uh, what you call this? This is more of like a hobby for me. Yeah. I remember there was there was a TikTok video of Mix. There was someone asking, "Why do you share it for free?" And and your answer there was actually good because you love sharing your knowledge, right? Correct, correct. And I think uh, this is really interesting because we're just in the introduction part of this conversation of this episode, and here we are getting like golden nuggets from Migs. And, and and that's the good thing about this is that once you love what you're doing, what's, once you are enjoying what you do, it you have no idea how many people can insp- be inspired. And at the same time, although it's not your purpose or it's not your goal to, to make your business big or whatnot, but 
somehow the, your message would go out there. I agree with you. I think that's what the law of the universe is. People always follow value. And value always follow value. When I say value follows value, that means that even if um, I don't think about you know, creating something or, or, or asking something from the things I'm doing, but if people see that it's valuable enough, then naturally it's going to follow. So it's going to be applicable in all aspects of life. It's going to be applicable whether it's content, whether that's business, whether that's hustle, whether that's whatever. Uh, value always follow value. Wow. It's, it's like we are talking to a wise man in, in his mature days already. But if you can only see Migs, how young he is, it's really surprising. So let's move forward with that because you mentioned about values and you said that you have this mindset of from impossible mindset to I'm possible. So right. what transpired for you to have this way of thinking? Because um, I just believe personally that if I really wanted it, then I can actually have it. It's not really about, you know, having this big, hairy, audacious goals, but it's more of like improving my quality of life. And I sense and sometimes it sounds like an excuse when people say you know what you're not privileged you know what you're not all of these reasons because we've got a lot of examples by the way of people who have started from scratch who've started from nothing who are not privileged as well and yet uh, improve their lives to exponential levels right um, that being said, I would always make it a point not just to speak to it as a message, but really to live my life as if um, I am inspiring possibilities. Uh, I, could, I kid you not, the mission statement of my company is about inspiring possibilities. That's the, that's the entirety of my mission statement in my company. Uh, I've got people right now who's earning Okay, uh, I guess uh, really not really big, but big for their age uh, that are 18, 19, 20 year olds. I kid you not. When I was 19, I was broke. I kid you not. When I was 19, I was broke. I can I didn't say that I did not come from a good family. In fact, my family is okay. It's just that that right after, you know, it's a traditional middle-class family we're in. The moment you graduate, you're on your own. So the support stops, everything stops. It's just that, you know what? Um, live your life the way you want to. It's up to you. We're, you're not going to get financial uh, support from us anymore. Why? Because we have already put you to college. You've already graduated. Now live your life as is. So when I started... Outside of school, I was actually, you know, uh, I don't have anywhere to go to. I have to live life the way, uh, the way I wanted to. In the same manner, I have to struggle that comes with it. Because, of course, you cannot live life the way you want to and not struggle as a consequence. Of course, I paid the price. I uh, pay the consequences. But did I embrace it? Definitely. Because I feel it is possible. Now, here's the, the good thing. I just want to share this as a story. The good thing there was that at that time, I did not see it to be possible. It's just a belief. And that's why I was telling it to, that's why I call it a mindset. Because at that time, you know, it's, it's like uh, putting faith into action. Okay. Uh, I'm a Christian myself. I'm not going to be trying to be religious, but I'm just going to say it as a context. And a lot of people that I see, uh, fellow Christians like me, a lot of people that I see, they're just uh, 
declaring and proclaiming their faith verbally but not putting it into action. I don't, I kid you not, I am as a normal human being as anybody else. I, I'm not a preachy whatever. But what thing I will always say is that I put my faith into action, which means even if I don't see, I believe. Even if I'm not sure, I am certain. And at that time, when I was starting, I, uh, I was still, uh, if you know some Filipinos as well, I was still walking uh, just to get into the bus. I have to travel three hours to go to Metro Manila, uh, our business district here in the Philippines. I kid you not, we have, uh, I was wearing a rubber leather shoes. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Uh, it's a it's a rubber shoes that looks like a leather shoes that is costing 300 pesos or how much is that in USD? Uh, that's divided by Probably 50, seven. that's $6. Dollars. Yeah, six, yeah, seven dollars. Mm. Six, seven dollars shoes because that's all I can afford. Yeah, but that's a good shoes though. It's waterproof. <laughs> it is. It is waterproof. Yeah. But you know, so, but I, I'm getting calluses from it. A lot of calluses from it. And, but at that time, even if I was wearing a six, seven dollar shoes, I did not really see myself as someone, you know, a victim of the world. You don't blame your environment. I really don't. I really don't. I, I was just having this mindset of maybe I'm in here now, but not in the future. Maybe I'm uh, getting into this process now. I got to learn what I needed to learn because once I learned it, then my life could have been different. Uh, that's the mindset that I'm talking about here. It's possibility versus becoming a victim. And that's also my pet peeve. You know, uh, A lot of people always want to be a victim. Because it's easier. It is easier. I, thank you. Now, if I'm, if I'm you know, the almighty, I will say, I have given you all the opportunities in the world. You have refused to see it. What makes you think that if I give you what you've wanted, you will see it as it is? So that was now my mindset of possibility because the truth here is uh, the presidents change every six years, whether people like it or not in the Philippines. Exactly. And your life, if, if it doesn't change in more than 20 years, it's no longer the president's duty, it's yours. That's right. Right? Unless we live in a world or we live in a country wherein there is one a person that's gonna rule and dictate the world for the past 30 years but no it's not we have changed presidents every six years we have changed the government every six years we have changed all of these things every six years am i saying that we're not gonna hold them accountable no i am a fan of accountability and i'm, I'm a fan of transparency but i'm not a fan of blaming them for my life because if i could have done something about my life i would have done it and hold them accountable so they can do their job well. It's two, it's apples uh, and oranges. The, the possibility mindset here is being able to understand that, yeah, it's apples and oranges, which means um, being able to hold people accountable does not give me an excuse for me not to work on my life as well. It's actually your mindset to really determine of how you would live your life. Because right. you mentioned two different mindsets earlier, the, the possibility mindset and the victim mindset. So it's Correct. up to you where, which mindset you would, um, you know, you would have for yourself. And that's true. If, if you will keep blaming the, 
you know, the external factors and not really take charge of your life, you will not get anywhere. Correct. And and to support this this concept, this ideals, um, because this is easier said than done, right? How can an average Filipino achieve this kind of mindset? Knowing, because you've already mentioned some examples earlier, but how do you think an average Filipino can, can have this kind from being for having a victim mindset to a possibility mindset type of person? Well, in my opinion, two things. Okay. Uh, allow me to just, you know, the, the timer is not working as much, but um, allow me to share that. It's actually two things. Number one is how resourceful are you? Th th that's the most practical as it can get. It's being able, uh, the, the key word here is resourcefulness. It's being able to be where I'm at, uh, being able to acknowledge where I'm at, being able to acknowledge what I have and use it to my advantage. And which I guess that that's what differentiates those people who are creating results in their lives and those people who's getting stuck in their life. Um, that level of, again, resourcefulness. Because here's the thing, if you cannot manage a little bit of money, how can you manage something big? If you cannot be responsible with where you're at, how can you be responsible with where you're going to be? So um, I'm a believer of that. If you can, how can you handle big things if you cannot handle the small things? So it's all about resourcefulness. Now, is it enough to be just resourceful? No, because that can be effective on the short term. That can be effective on where you're at, but that may not be effective as you grow bigger. That's why the second part here is what I call growth. Um, being able to innovate again and again and being able to grow in, in, in a sense or in a way wherein uh, what will be number one, my next level, and then number two, what do I need to know so that I'm going to be prepared for my next level? Yeah. So um, sometimes those other people will call that innovation. Other people will call that, uh, yeah, they, they, they simply call it innovation, but it's really more of what, is, what else is there as a possibility in the world that I haven't tapped yet, that I should have tapped, okay? And after tapping it, what can I do so that I can make it real in my life? So that's there. kind of the opposite of, you know, we Filipinos kind of growing up, they keep people or the adults would tell us, you should be contented of what you have and where you're from or what you, where you are right now. So um, it's a bit hard to change their mindset, isn't it? How could you like convince them to, to be hungry? Well, those people position. that have, those people who's very close-minded on this, I'm not going to intend to change them. Let them live their life the way they want to. If they want to be, to get, if they want to remain stuck, then let, I will just let them to remain stuck. Because I, here's the thing. I don't want to be in more of like a debate. Honestly, mm -hmm. personally. Um, it's not really a battle of idea. It's about resolve. Because we're talking about life here. We're talking about life result here. I don't care whatever your ideologies is. I don't care whatever your uh, dogmas are. If it's not working based on your result right now, if it's not working based on your life or of your quality of life right now, then you got to admit it's not working. Um, however, it's not really because a lot, some people are getting stuck with uh, philosophies. Yes. Yeah. 
And and what's the point? What's the point if you become right philosophically, but in your reality, it's not working? Uh, so maybe for me personally, I'd rather I'm simply sharing and I'm making content mm-hmm. uh, and inspiring people and supporting people, those who are not really close-minded, who's not really even wanting to debate with me because I don't even want to debate. It's, I mean, I can, I, if, for example, some people will tell me, you know what makes you wrong? And then they have a lesser quality of life than I am, for example. I will just say, okay, then I'm wrong. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter to me because why? At the end of the day, I have a good quality of life. At the end of the day, I've, I, I can choose whatever I want to do. At the end of the day, I've got businesses. At the end of the day, I, can, I don't have to report to anyone. At the end of the day, I am happy. So what, what am I saying here? Number one here, the very first principle that I'd like to share is all about openness. Why? Because in life, is all, life is sometimes harsh but always fair. No, it's unfair. The truth is it's unfair to everyone. That makes it fair. So it's you know, somewhat fair in a sense. Um, it's harsh, but the results of life is a math, is a I, I, I will put it an analogy like a plant. What you sow, you reap. So in terms of life result, it's really all about what have you sown? What is the environment of your sowing? Because that environment and the seed that you're sowing will reap the harvest of your life. Now, a lot of people would like to debate, would like to argue on it. But here's the thing. The harvest will speak for itself. The reaping will speak for itself. If it's going to be effective or not. Words may lie, but results don't. That's the first thing. Number two, I believe, I, uh, I believe in being grateful, but not contented. Okay, So I'm going to be contented as far as gratitude is concerned. But I'm not going to be contented as far as results are concerned. Why? Because the ocean will not get offended if I scoop down a bottle of water or an entire tank of water or maybe an entire dam of water. The ocean will not be what? Will not be offended. The ocean will not be insulted. That's my analogy on it. In the same way, again, I, I, I consider myself as a, uh, a God believer. I would say this, that my, my creator, my source, whoever people believe in, I'm not, you know, again, I'm not a religious person. Um, but whoever your creator that you believe in, my creator is not offended. If I ask for a, if, if I ask for a few bucks, or if, if I ask for thousands of dollars, if I truly believe that my creator and my God owns it all, then I must act the part or else he's not a creator to begin with. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or if the almighty cannot create, if the almighty is insulted by my capacity to ask, he's not an almighty in the first place. But here's the thing, since again, my mindset and my belief on it, and since especially in a Filipino culture, majority of 90% of Filipinos are God believers. And I will, my market, if I may share with you guys, are majority Filipinos. I will always say that, that God will not be offended by your asking. So yes, be contented so that you can be happy, be grateful, but never stop. Why not more? More, is all, more will just be bad if it's producing envy jealousy but if it's producing inspiration then it becomes good now can i share to you sorry i'm just i i've got a lot of things to share no 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 go ahead now here's the thing 
if for example it produces the more produces you some people will tell me in my life the more produces envy and jealousy it's not it's not the issue of more it's an issue of your personal jealousy and envy to begin with not the more so um don't blame the more for your own personal jealousy it's a matter of what is it that i need to work on myself so that i can heal my jealousy so that i can heal my envy yeah i hope i answered the question yeah yeah and actually that's why we are just listening is like wow this this is a different perspective like for me what you are saying is an, a, a refreshing perspective so and i just want to go back to what you said earlier is like you really have to know where you are and I heard it from one of the speakers I was using it in and he said like in ways or whatever if you're driving the first thing that being asked is where you are before where you are heading so that's why it's really important to know where you are so that you can you know work away a work around things and as you said to, so that you can look at the resource of resourcefulness or how you can be creative in finding ways to have an improved life so let's now move to the second part which is um about opportunities versus saving games so this is actually an interesting point of view and before we are uh, before we started i already mentioned about this um you mentioned during our initial conversation that you're not a fan of budgeting nor no spend months so right. can you explain this further all right so i'm not okay Most of the time, um, allow me to provide context here. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of budgeting, but I'm a believer of responsibility. Okay, so not because I say that you know what, don't save, uh, don't don't budget, or you know what, um, fo- the focus is not on savings. Does not give anyone permission to quote me and say, hey, be irresponsible with your money and start yoloing. No, okay. So allow me to put that as a prelude. Now, the main context that I'm saying here is budgeting is always correct me if I'm wrong. Um, based on what? Not on ideology again, but based on your personal life. Budgeting produces two things about budgeting. Two truths about budgeting. Number one, it produces more pressure than happiness, than joy. Number two, whenever you budget, it's always never enough. Have you noticed that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter how much you earn. Yeah, regardless of when you're earning 12 grand or 20 grand or 50 grand or 100, it's always never enough. Whenever I'm looking at my expenses, I always feel like I'm broke. I kid you not. But whenever I'm looking at my cash flow, I'm always feeling like I'm rich. So what is my point here? Number one, it is impossible to make your savings go zero. It is literally impossible. Ah, uh, sorry, not savings. It is impossible to make your expenses go zero. It is literally impossible to have no expenses. Okay. Therefore, why are people trying it so hard to put your expenses into the minimum? One thing is sure and guaranteed in the world: your expenses will go up by the virtue of this one technical money term called inflation. And it happens every year. Yeah, and it happens every year, every quarter. By the virtue of this word called inflation, means that your spending habit, ah, uh, your expenses will always go up, regardless of how much you're trying to save it. Number two, so that means that if I'm gonna focus on budgeting and I'm gonna focus on making my expenses as little as possible, 
So that means that I will have to live life and quote unquote make a sacrifice so that I will live financially, so that I can become financially secured and stable in the future, correct? That's the argument. But what if it is your last year? So you have you have made a sacrifice for nothing. So again, I am not saying that this gives anyone permission to become irresponsible. What I'm saying is, number one, just make sure you are responsible with your money, which means you are not spending more than your earning. Number two, I will always have a rule here. I will only spend 50% of my income. Now, here's the thing. Some people will ask, how is that possible? I will say, here's this. Do not even think about your expenses. Just think about your income because making money is unlimited. It is limitless. You can never make your expenses go zero, but you can always increase your income to heights and levels that you, as far as you can imagine. Does that make sense? Therefore, if people are focused, are, are uh, number one, people must be responsible. Number two, if people are having expenses that are beyond 50% of their income, don't think about the expense, think about the income. How can I increase my income? And here's where I now put my always, always, always lesson that I want people to be attached, to be linked, not on a time-based service or time-based work, but ultimately they go with themselves into a value-based work, into something they can systematize. It could be a product, it could be a service, it could be whatever, but it's not, it's uh, my suggestion, it, it, does, it, it must not be time-based or time-bound, but it has to be value-bound. Why? Time-bound will always be limited. It will always be limited. Whether you like it or not, we are not adding time in our lives. We are just simply subtracting it. However, the amount of value and the amount of people that can be served from that value will always increase. Right now, how many are we 8 billion people in the world? Tell me there is no market. Tell me there are no people. Maybe if nobody's buying, it's not a matter of market. It's a matter of two things. Number one, is your product, your service, your hustle, your whatever, is it valuable enough? That people are going to be willing to exchange their money for that value. Number two, do people know about it? Because even if it's the best product in the world, but if nobody knows it, nobody will buy it. So the moment uh, it's actually aligned, those two things, the first one, the value, the second one, marketing, or do, do people know about it? The moment those two things work, then automatically, then I'm sure it's going to produce income and revenue and profit for people. Yeah, I hope I answered the question. Yes, as a matter of fact, you've already answered the next question. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. Cause, yeah, that's actually true because it's like, if you are putting out your energy and then you feel it's not working, maybe because it's not what the world needs. And that's why you really have to look at what is the purpose? What is the value of what you're given? So actually, I, I'm sorry because I'm really listening to what you are saying. <laughs> I am getting lots. Of Thank you so much. Thank you for listening intently. I appreciate it. And actually, this, this is the reason why we're having this, this podcast because Apart from the listeners, we, Irene and I, are also learning something new. And this is really right. important. If you have an open mind, you can really learn. And you can have a way to, to improve your life. And because of that, right. let's move to the next one, which is um, wealth as consciousness. So you, 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 have, you mentioned about it's not being dependent on the amount of money. So what do you mean by 
the reason why it's called wealth consciousness, and I will always say it, uh, that wealth is not about the amount. It's about the experience. What's my example of it? You've got two people. First person is called Ruth. Second person is called Irene. Just for the sake of example. Allow me. Allow me. Allow me. <laughs> allow me. Let's pretend Ruth here is a multimillionaire. Okay. Now, Irene here is, let's say, a simple woman. Let's say earning 80 grand uh, a month. Okay. Ruth will probably be earning 80 grand every three days. Let's pretend. All right. Now, when you now speak with Ruth, even in spite of and despite of that she's earning 80 grand every three days, whenever I, I, you might be knowing some people with this example, right? Um, even if you speak with her, whenever you speak with her, she will always have you, you, she will always say, you know what? I'm on a budget now. You know what? I'm tight now. Uh, I'm tightening my uh, what do you call that? I'm tightening the all belt. my budget and my pockets, I'm tightening my belt. And whenever you, you know what, let's give to a charity, let's give to a donation. Uh, pass next time, next time. I've got some priorities, correct? Yes. And then you now speak to a second person uh, called Irene. Again, just for the sake of example, maybe earning 80 grand a month, uh, has a family to feed, uh, which means maybe Irene spending like 50, 60. Really just have bare enough for, for herself, correct? But whenever you speak like with Irene, it's always about, you know what, let's go travel. Let's have fun. Let's bring memories. Let's create memories. Now, if I'm the person speaking with Ruth and Irene, who do you think will I feel that this person's more wealthy? I think it's the one that wants to travel. Exactly, right? Because when I'm around Ruth, I feel that I'm in an environment when there's scarcity. When I'm around Irene, again, just don't take it personally. It's just for the sake of example. Now, when, whenever I speak with Irene, I'm in an environment wherein there is abundance. So what does that mean? Wealth isn't really about the amount of money. It's about the experience of money. That's why it brings me to the second point. What is budgeting there? Will that give you an experience of abundance or will that give you an experience of scarcity? Does that make sense? That is where uh, wealth is as a consciousness. Now, if you are irresponsible, is that an experience of abundance or experience of scarcity? Scarcity, correct? You are being irresponsible. You're not being faithful with what you're given, okay? So it doesn't mean, again, uh, it's not giving anyone permission to be irresponsible because wealth as a consciousness and wealth as an experience is a matter of what? Personal character, not really not and quality of life not really about the amount of money and i kid you not if i am earning right now uh i'm gonna kid you not with the quality of life that i have now you wouldn't believe what i'm earning people overestimate i kid you not people overestimate my profits whenever i tell them you know what i i have very little margin no i don't believe you i don't believe you why because why? you're more happy exactly and not just more happy because you know again we've we've bought ourselves a really good place to stay can i just brag a little bit one of sure. the things that i find to be as a, mir a miracle was uh, i consider it a, as a miracle no joke the place that i live now has an indoor swimming pool yeah it's a, i have a pool in my house so when i was thinking about it can I just share the story? Go ahead. I kid you not, it was, it was out of my imagination. I wouldn't even consider it because the very first time I look at it, I say, you know what? This is going to cost big. This is going to cost big. So I'm not even going to consider it. I'm just gonna, maybe going to uh, settle for where I'm at. I don't want to eat more than I can chew until I speak with friends. 
you know, friends that are, I, I love surrounded, just want to share, sidebar. Uh, I love being surrounded where I, I'm the, you know, the poorest in the circle. I really love to be surrounded with those people. So I was surrounded with these people and then I was telling them this story. And that, this was last year. And they told me, you know what makes you are, you are putting your mindset on a scarcity level. They told me that. And I say, why? Isn't it, uh, isn't it just right that you get to eat more than you can chew? And then they told me, you are basing your statement on your past accomplishment. Why are you not basing it on your future potential? Can you imagine Then now my mind starts to be boggled? Right. Am I going to stop? No. Am I, gonna, am I just going to be lazy? No. I have never been lazy. I've always been, I always, if there's one thing I can always promise myself is that I always have something to do. And people are now telling me that. Can you imagine you've got something to do? You've got an organization, you've got businesses, uh, your business, you're, you're basing your decisions on your past business, uh, past business result. Why are you not basing it on your future potential, uh, on your future business profit? Then I now started to call the owner of the house that I considered in a private subdivision. Started calling. I said, uh, how much are you offering it for? How much are you selling this for? And then this person say, and then we get into a conversation. We get into an agreement. To cut the story short, I got it into a, it was not as I imagined it to be or as I assumed it to be. It was so not it as was less than what it was really thought. way less. It was way less. And I and I was like, oh my God. You can afford it. Can you imagine? I started judging on the basis of its looks, not trying out the opportunity first. And I'm supposed to lose a really wonderful opportunity just because I judged it right away. Then I thank, no, I thank my friends and the people, my circle, who called me out, who cared enough to call me out that, hey, you're operating on a limited mindset. Ask me what happens next. What happened next? Right after, right after I transferred location, the business doubled in revenue. How come? I don't know also. <laughs> it's a miracle. I also don't know. It happened. How come? Now, now, this is my, again, no empirical evidence. Just on the basis of consciousness. Will that be okay? Or is it because you're prepared for the blessings? Aside from preparation. Now, because what do you think will I, what do you think will be like my work ethics every single day? Probably double than, you know, yesterday. Way better than yesterday. Why? Because now I've got a house mm, to pay. Responsibilities. Right? I've got now more responsibilities. Number two, because I now wake up in a, I told you, in a house with, a, with an indoor swimming pool, let me ask you the question. Do you think can I ever, ever think of settling for anything less ever never. again? Never. I can say that never. So I'd rather, thank you. So I'd rather do everything to keep me to where I am now versus settling my body for less because now I cannot see myself sleeping anywhere less than this. Therefore, that maybe is the reason why my business doubled in revenue. Because again, you are dictated and people are dictated by habits, not by conscious decisions. Let me share that already as uh, to all our viewers or to all our listeners rather. People, it's not conscious decisions that makes people successful. It's their habits. The habits that are most of the time unconscious. Okay. 
for example, a poor person will, again, that's why, again, poor for me is a mindset. It's not the amount of money. Rich for a uh, wealth, rather, for me is a mindset also. It's not about the amount of money. I kid you not, I've got a friend. Of course, I will not name th- this person because, of course, uh, it's not my story to tell. But a friend of mine, very wealthy, three years ago, encountered a financial problem. Very wealthy, rich. Now, encountered a financial problem that make this person go broke. As in literally go broke. As in literally have to borrow. Can I share to you what happened? Of course, because we're curious now. We're invested in it. Yeah. In not 2019, so in, you know, more than two years, not really exactly three years. In more than, th- in more than two years, she's back to where she was been. How was she able to do that? How can you explain that? How can you explain that? Correct? Mm. And yet other people who has a consciousness and mindset of, let's say, again, poor, has been what? Been in a place for 5, 10, 15, 20 years and stay are staying there. Why? Because a wealthy person, even if you take away everything, even if you take away all the money, this person doesn't know anything aside from being rich. Therefore, it will just be a matter of time for this person to be back to where she was. In the same manner, you've got a poor person who's all their, all their lives has been, again, not their fault. Let me just clear it. Not their fault, but that's what they're known for. That's why, again, I'm a fan of growth. I'm a fan of awareness. I'm a fan of personal development. I'm a fan of personal awareness. I'm a fan of consciousness. Why? Because you've got examples like these. Poor person, all their life, all they know was, they, they didn't know how to be rich. Therefore, even if, it, even if they try so hard, they will be staying with where they are. Why? They didn't know any better. Not that they're bad people. Not that they're wrong people. It's just that they're not exposed. The example is like, let's say a poor person won a lottery. Millions, right? But it doesn't take them long before they burn that money. That's statistically they, true. Huh? Yeah. That's statistically true. It happens true. all the time. In less than five years. Yes. Majority of lotto winners, 90% of lotto winners statistically are back to where they were. Even after... Even worse. Even worse. After winning the lottery. Why? It's not about the amount of money. It's about the consciousness. Axie Infinity, for example. Let me just share this because I got trending because of this. Those people that complain are in the same state. Okay, I've got my scholars myself. And despite of the price of SLP and despite of the what's happening in the Axie world, I am not bothered. Why? Because it's not about the vehicle. It's not about the amount. It's about the person. It's about the container. Which brings me to my point. Until when, if there are listeners here, I want to speak with you and you want to make a change. I want to ask you that until when will you stay until when will you continue to blame others, to blame life, to blame all of these circumstances, to blame all of these situations? Until when will you continue go doing that? Or will you now start to make a change by starting taking personal accountability? By starting to have personal responsibility that my life is up to me, not up to anyone else. I kid you not, I have had my first business. My first major business was uh, this. I lost 5M. What field? It was more of like a, uh, an advertising uh, liaison. Okay? So uh, I've got a major project. It, is a, it was a coffee company. 
and it was uh and i've got you know some marketers advertisers and then i liaise them you know i've got uh middle management in four months amount of time i've lost the 5m that was my first business and that was my first and uh, not really my that was my first major business because my first business was like a cookie chip but it's not you know a major it's not like a real deal right it's more of like let me try selling some stuff and let me try earning a profit but the major real business that i've got i lost but that experience, but i tell you that paved the way for me to speak to a friend so i was drinking with a friend i was so down i feel i feel depressed you know i resigned from work i resigned from corporate and then now this is the first thing that's what's going to happen and then suddenly what happened was this friend connected me with someone who is now okay who i will consider now as my very first mentor he was the very first person who saw my potential who believed in me who groomed me who trained me uh, who exposed me to living really good life have i not connected to this mentor i would not have this level of knowledge that i would have now more than the experience this person paved the way for me it's like this was my john the baptist you get what i mean yeah right now here's the thing if i did not lose the business if i did not lose 5m if i did not drink in depression if i did not connect with the friend everything will not happen situations in life are sometimes the pavement for something greater and yet people choose to blame versus see the good perspective around it i am not a positive thinker i am an optimist what's the difference i don't deny the negative experiences i don't de- deny the negative uh, situations but i will always acknowledge that there has to be something good that will come from this if none i will make away or else what is a story without a victory i will always say that then it's not a, it's not a story worth telling Exactly. So now I wouldn't have to if it's if it's not gonna end up winning. It's not a, a story worth telling. So it means it's not finished yet. Exactly. I don't know. For some people, maybe they're encountering negative situations, scenarios, experiences, whatever. If you're not winning yet, it's not finished yet. It's not done yet. Something's good. Something good has to happen here. Something good has to happen because of this. But it cannot happen if you're passive. Again, personal accountable personal responsibility we've already touched on the belief or the mindset or the consciousness and then the action of course you have to act upon it and then of course the result do you create a roadmap for these three um the most important part and the most important aspect from there is belief the capacity of my life is dependent to capacity of what i believe is possible what i always say is this your thought life is the lid of your life which means what i believe is possible will dictate on what will happen as a reality when i was younger i was exposed to people who are 40 year olds and earning 70 grand a month that was my normal therefore my belief will be maybe i can earn 70 or more when i reach 35 or more belief until such time that i got exposed myself to a 35 year old who's who had his first million at 21 and i was 21 at the time i haven't had my i, I was later i to, i kid i told you my my shoes was a 300 400 pesos that's six seven dollars oh my god that was possible then i got exposed myself to a 47 year old who's doing seven figures on a monthly basis I kid you not when I was 21 year old and somebody will tell me that this per- that he is earning seven figures on a on a monthly ba- basis I will call this person scammer that's not true that's not even possible 
You're kidding me. I know the salary of my boss when I was working in a corporate. Uh, my boss is already the general manager, the president of the company. And on, her, uh, and on his payslip is, a, if I'm not mistaken, 200, 250 grand a month. And that's the top of the top. And then you're telling me that you've got a million a month? When I was younger, I would say, you know what? That was a scam. That was not true. You know what? That's until I see it. Now, when I've shown, when, I've, when I saw it and... The, this, this person, okay, this is the proof. And I show it from my bare eyes. And I, my God, that exists. So now my belief increased. And then now I got to expose myself with his friends. Oh, so yeah. Right, that's actually true. The, the, the value of the people around you is important. The quality. And it's not really about the quantity of friends you have, but the, the quality of the friends you have the contacts you have and it's like right. yeah it's like learning from one another especially for those who have already done it in the past and while you were sharing your story about you 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 don't know the result yet so you have to know it mm-hmm. I, i i i heard this from our company ceo as well and he's he's really like you very generous in sharing what they know and he's always saying his life motto is own your need if you don't know the answer find it ask and maybe that's the reason why there are people who are not getting the results that they want because either they either don't know what to ask or they stop the moment they are faced with you know a, a roadblock or you know a challenge so Correct. That that's actually good um, explanation as well from from your end. So we're actually on the closing part here, and your stories are really inspiring. It's really interesting. I'm just here listening, <laughs> listening, and I'm getting a lot of of um, good notes in here. So um, you look young, and yet here you are as a life coach. Uh, what are the struggles you faced when you were starting out, and how did you overcome it? Apart from the shoes that you mentioned earlier, <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, okay, number one, I will not. I don't consider myself as perfect. So the life coach title is on the basis of its certification. Okay, you know the reason why it's called life coach. Uh, it's because it's a certification, and then I started doing programs, and then people start calling me a life coach, and then why don't I just you know use it, right now? But that doesn't mean uh, I'm perfect. It's not a guru. It's a life coach. What's the difference? Guru knows. A life coach will push you to be better. That's why, you know, a lot of people ex- expect us to be kind. We're not kind. If we will push you to be better, it's not a kind thing to do. Right? So uh, that's where the life coach comes from. Now, um, the obstacle, I, okay, I have a different perspective on obstacles, so I cannot really answer that. Uh, because a lot of people will consider it as obstacle, but I don't. So they will like invalidate you for that. Yeah, um, they will say that they will say that I am bragging because I am not. I haven't had any obstacle. But the truth is, I have. I am just like anybody else. It just so happens that whenever I'm faced with an obstacle, I always measure it as a feedback. You look at it differently. Exactly. That's why I cannot remember specific incidents that will make you say that. Because even the pandemic, 
for example, okay, in 2020, as I've told you, my the business revenue I've had was 5.4. Here's the thing: that was on the on the basis of pandemic. Last year was a good year for me, 13.2. That was a pandemic. So, will I consider myself as a will I consider myself having an obstacle? No, for me, I will call it as a business in uh, as a blessing in disguise. Correct. But I tell you, at the height of the pandemic, I also didn't know what to do. It's just that I cannot consider myself just waiting for bread to come. I'll make things work. Again, resourcefulness. What do I have now? I've got my laptop. I've got internet. What do I need to do? Will it bring result? I don't know. Because that's life. You don't know if what you're doing is the right thing to do. All you know, if it creates result, then good. I just personally, a lot of my decisions during the past two or three years is not, many of my decisions are not right. But I just don't put much weight on it. Does that make sense? Um, I don't just go into a self pity mode just because I make my I just make I make wrong decisions. I just have this level of what I call adversity quotient that I always advocate people that if my decision is wrong, then it is wrong. Let's let's move forward to because we know there's actually Irene and I were asking when we reach out to Migs, has he already has this thirty thousand followers in Facebook? Because I I reach out to you in December. So I couldn't remember how many followers you have by then, and now you are at like thirty thousand, and then you also have TikTok and other platforms. How do right. you achieve that? Yes, I've got sixty. Oh, so oh, that, that's sixty k on Facebook, yeah. Oh, so I that means like a few days ago when I checked that. All right. So, wow, so that's already sixty thousand. So how did you achieve that? Number one, I get to. How 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 do I know? Number one, I it's consistency really. This is my personal take on social media. I don't believe in algorithm because algor the real algorithm is people. Social media is designed to connect people. Therefore, it's not really about algorithm for me. It's about what number one are what are people talking about? Number two, what are how can I stay consistent so I can stay relevant? Number three, how can I be at people's phones all the time? Okay. Um, that being said as well. Maybe one of the things, the reason why I'm saying this is because when I was starting again, nobody in my social media, nobody follows. Why, why would they? But again, it's not focused on the reward. It's focused on the process. I continued to do it. I continued to do it. And then maybe there's this one video of me that uh, sparked the interest of some. That was the Axie, right? No, before. It was way before. That was way, way before. I think the best trending was there was a, on Facebook, There was a static post that I did, uh, an image that I that I said, "Allow yourself to be a beginner. Nobody starts off being excellent." And it garnered, like, if I'm not mistaken, five six million reach. Um, did I plan it to be no? It just went. And on TikTok, it's the same thing. There was this one video of mine. I think the very first video that got a trend was a video around my advice for 15 year olds. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you have seen it, but it's it's my advice for 15 years old. Basically, I introduce myself. Hi, I'm Migs. I got my first meal when I was 23. I just want to give you an advice. Number one, don't rush. Don't put yourself in unnecessary pressure. I, I said yada yada, all of these things. And then it it trended. What people don't know what was that I had, if I'm not mistaken, 60 videos that nobody watched before that one trending video. 
So people are easy to quit just because they look at the reward versus continue to stay consistent because maybe the next break is the next one. We can never be sure, but we're not certain anyway. So why quit? Do you want to talk about your business, your businesses and how they can reach you? Okay, PrimePinoy.com is basically a website that will give you access to me. It is divided into a lot of divisions. You've got a Prime Pinoy community. It's a free community on Discord that is basically free. People can just go there, hang around, do whatever they want to do. That's number one. Number two, um, of course, you will also see their Prime Investments. Prime Investments is my uh, financial service company, okay? uh, which is basically more of a, uh, I'm partnered with banks, a protection provider. I'm partnered with some banks and an insurance company and a mutual fund organization in the US so that we can provide quality products that are legitimate. So we are more of a broker. Uh, you, uh, people, for, for people who's looking for a free financial planning, for people who's looking into investing uh, in the Philippines, uh, for people who's looking to, uh, are looking for alternatives than a savings account where they can actually have get more perks, have get more benefits, then you know, uh, they can go to Prime Investments or that's where you know that primepinoy.com slash invest. Now, of course, there's also some mentorship program for people who want to work for me and want to learn in return, it's a free OJT. That's where the primepinoy.com slash apply is possible. And then you've got exclusive mentoring, a one-on-one exclusive mentoring through the mastermind. People can see that through the CEO mentorship or CEO mastermind. And then also you've got your prime wellness. Prime wellness is more of, because uh, I, I have another branch of business. It's like a, it's a tech, it's a water technology that basically converts your tap water into alkaline. So you wouldn't have to buy a mineral water ever again for the rest of your life. So I'm a Philippine dealer from Japan. So we I, I sell it. It's called Prime Wellness. So it's another company that I, uh, I am into. So basically, it's just an access of what we can provide, how we can serve more people, how we can uh, be of service and be of value to more people. Yeah. And this 2020, you also started the Prime Pinoy podcast, right? 2022. Yes. Sorry, I think no, 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 no. 2022 is season two already. Uh, oh, okay. Prime Pinoy podcast on Spotify was uh, birthed in 2020. But in mm. 2020, it was not really that consistent. So I take responsibility around that. 2021, it was somewhat consistent. And then end of 2021, I start doing it more and more and more and more. And right now, 2022, it's now there. So what's what's the podcast um, all about? It's basically everything that I feel of value. Mostly, it's all about business, all about finance, mm-hmm. all about sales. Because that's where I'm just, you know, focused on. So we will put the link, all of the links, if we can get that from the website. We'll put it oh, thank the, you, thank you. once we upload it. So yeah, we're, this is the last question. I, I know... Over like two hours, I already um, we've talked a lot and you've mentioned and you've, you've shared a lot of advice. But one final thought or one final advice you can give to the listeners who've been trying really hard to achieve their financial goals, but they feel they're not getting anywhere. Number one, the, okay, so context here is people are getting into their financial goals. They're not getting anywhere. Number one, how do they know about their financial blueprint? Okay, so you have a blueprint in your house. You're supposed to have it as well with regards to your money, which means your blueprint will be comprising of how you earn, manage, grow, protect, and diversify your money. How aware 
are these people on how they earn, manage, grow, protect, diversify. I'm not talking budget. I'm just talking awareness. Now, when people are aware already of their re financial reality, they will be inspecting three things. Number one, psychology. What is their money psychology? What do they believe about money? So these are the kind of people that are telling you money is evil? Yeah, then no doubt. Then give me your money because I don't believe yeah. that. <laughs> Give it, give it to me. Right. Give it to us. <laughs> That's number one, right? Number two, after knowing the psychology of money or your belief system around money, after you change that, you now go belief, action, results. So you now go into action. What money actions do you want to get now? Maybe it's about what? Increasing your income or becoming more responsible or maybe start investing. Because you cannot work forever. You want to make sure that your money works while you sleep. So you got to start investing for your future. And then you got to start what? Protecting it so that it will not get lost. And last but not the least, build a system around it so that it will continue to provide for you without you having to stress about it. So action, the last one there is the result. I hope I answered the question. Yeah. Actually, you, you've answered a lot of questions even without Right, right, answer. right. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Mids, for sharing your insight, sharing your of experience with us i know for a fact that there would be people who will get inspired by this episode and hopefully if we can have you in the future again if you know of course <laughs> chance of course for me that surely that's it for the day thank you so much for um listening to our episode of where the f am i so that's all we have for you today. Thank you for listening. If you're interested in anything and everything about adulting, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at where.the.f.m.i.heading. Catch us again next Wednesday for another episode of Where the F Am I Heading? <laughs>